Hi, and welcome back to One New Habit a Month podcast. I'm your host, Shalomar, and in this podcast, we talk about building habits one at a time on a monthly basis. Now, this month, we're working on affirmations, and I decided to interview Chisa Penix Brown, who is the host of Real Ass Affirmations. Now, if you haven't heard Real Ass Affirmations, you need to go in pauses go over there and listen to one episode and come back and you will see why I'm asking you to do that anyway this interview is so good I fangirled for a little bit so besides that she has really really good um, advice in how to do affirmations so I hope you enjoy Oh All my right. god, it's so excited. This is I let let me let me like fangirl real quick. Um because I've been listening to your podcast for a couple of months now. Okay. And as soon as I heard like I don't remember actually listening to the first first episode, but I do remember just listening to the like latest episode when I first saw it. And um I immediately like started I shared it and I followed it immediately. So I am one of your number one fans, to be honest. Woo! I love yes. that. It's so wonderful. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Yes, you're welcome. You're welcome. So um, I just have just a couple of questions. Nothing huge, like nothing. Uh, I have like four or five questions. So um, I don't know if you had a chance to listen to my podcast. Um, yeah. It's all about like building habits basically and kind of like um stacking them throughout the throughout the year really Mm -hmm. um so this month we're focusing on affirmations okay and so you know it just came up and i'm like i should you know reach out to you and see if i can um you know interview you so let's let me go ahead and (sighs) calm down because i'm a little nervous oh no problem your podcast is really good I thought that it was good tangible quick information so I definitely listened and I followed okay thank you so much thank you so much that that means everything thank you um let me go ahead and all right let's let me just get started um how did you discover affirmations oh goodness I don't even know if I discovered affirmations or they discovered me I think from a young age people have always kind of affirmed that you wanted to do things that you could do things that you could be something and so I think that it probably started from you know like when I was really really young being able to kind of understand that you know there were things that I wanted and don't let what somebody else says kind of deter me from getting those things so I think that I probably unconsciously have probably had them since maybe you know three four five years old somewhere in there but when I got older um, I felt like you know I always thought that words were really important you know what you say to yourself what you say about yourself and to others and 
I think that one of the biggest things that you can do is be your own cheerleader. So that is, you know, one of the, the tenets that we do at Real Ass Affirmations is making sure that we say some of the things that you need to hear. And that may not necessarily be what you want to hear at a certain time, but it's what you need to hear. And so if you're affirming that you're doing the right thing, the wrong thing, that you need to change the thing, then I think it's important for you to just affirm yourself and not worry about what other people are thinking about you. Yes, absolutely. And so that means you kind of, did you grow up uh, having affirmations or, or given affirmations to you like by the grownups in your home? Not necessarily like that. Um, in a in the sense okay. of like, here's an affirmation, say this affirmation, not like that. But I do believe okay. in just the affirmation of you can do something. Like I was one of those kids where my mom would always put me in different programs and I'm still like this where I love accolades. Like you give me a little award mm-hmm. and you tell me I, I could do something. I, I love it, right? And I'm still right. like that. So I think that just understanding, well, look, I wanna go here. I wanna do this, that affirming that if you you know behave a certain way if you achieve certain grades if you you know clean up your room those kind of little things were the affirmation that you could get what you wanted and so I think for me it was it was that standpoint from a materialistic thing but then also Mm -hmm. taking into consideration that there were goals that I wanted to achieve that it was like okay well try it well you can do it okay well you want to do this let's buy some you know crayons so that this way you can do this you want colored pencils you need to you want to do art so it was in the actions that people actually showed to say I'm affirming that you can achieve something and that if you want to do it that you're good enough to do it so I think it was more um an action thing and then also sometimes in materialistic ways the affirmations that I probably received when I was younger right right I totally understand that so what motivated you to start doing affirmations just for yourself like once you grew up I think the biggest thing is, um, is, is being confident in yourself. And in that confidence, you can't allow somebody to tell you what you can't do. Like that was really the biggest thing. And I always was the, the challenger to a lot of things where a person said, okay, well now you can't do this or well they're doing it so you can't. And I'm just like, you know what? That can't thing doesn't sit well with me. It doesn't give me the feeling of like warm and fuzzy. It gives me the feeling of ice cold and let me see what I could do to warm this place up. Um, and so when I look at, you know, my affirmations, I feel like I am talking to myself in a lot of ways. I feel like I'm using the experiences that I have and that other people around me have had in order to be able to communicate with people in a way that they understand. Sometimes it's soft, sometimes it's rough, sometimes Mm -hmm. it's a combination of those things. But I think that, you know, as we go through life, we need that combination, you know, because you can't always be warm and fuzzy. Like I was just having a conversation with my friend and I'm listening and this conversation was like almost two hours and when we get to the point where I'm like we have been on the phone for two hours I said okay so listen so I know what you told me over all of this time but I also know what you're gonna do so once you do it call me back and let me know that you've done it right so it's like I can be warm and fuzzy but that's not always what people need right and then she kind of understood like yeah you're right I'm gonna go ahead and do it anyway so we have to be real with ourselves and I think affirmations are one of the easiest ways for us to be real with not only what we want but what we're actually willing to do to get it because I see a lot of people that put out affirmations and you know and and you know they don't necessarily live it right so mm-hmm. it's easy to find an affirmation it's easy to create an affirmation but in my 
just the way I look at it. When I say affirm it, I'm saying that I am willing to do it or that I am in the process of doing it. And that is why the affirmation is working. You know, I look at it kind of like, um, have you ever done a vision board, right? Um, so if you've done a vision board, people usually have you do vision boards so that this way you can cut out a bunch of pictures and tell people that's what you want, but there's no yes. plan behind it. There's no action. So to me, an affirmation is you saying you want something and then you putting forth the effort to actually get the thing that you say that you want. And I think that that's more imp important and more powerful than, you know, it's just a quote that's out there. It's just some stuff that you, you just say, but you're saying it to empower yourself to achieve that. Right. And there's no action behind it. Not in a lot of cases, but it should be. You should have some action. So right. if I'm telling you, one of my favorite things when I look at um at, at how I like to look at affirmations is, you know, I want to improve my quality of life. Now, that may mean different things for different people. But if I really say that I am focused on mental wealth and my quality of life really does matter to me, then I need to understand that there are things that I need to do in order to have that quality of life. And if that is make a certain amount of money, live in a certain place, go certain go certain places on vacation, if that is not have to work on a certain day, if that is, you know, grind until I feel like I don't want to work anymore, whatever that is for me on that day, it's still my quality of life because I'm living it on my own terms, you know? And it's a lot of people that they don't have a quality of life because they're just so used to doing the same thing over and over again. But I think that you should have something that you enjoy out of it. And so when I'm saying, you know, that I do want to focus on mental wealth and my quality of life, for me, it means having those things in abundance and not having to be in a state of lack when it comes to what I'm actually putting forth to make these affirmations come true. Yes, yes, that part. I love it. I love it. So you know that, um, as I mentioned earlier, this month we're doing affirmations. So what yeah. advice would you give a person who is implementing affirmations for the first time? Oh, that's a great question. So evaluate. That's always the first step. You know what you want to do. You know what you haven't done yet. And there's a gap that's in between what you want and where you're at right now. So what is it gonna take in that affirmation and the action that goes along with it to close that gap? That's what you really have to look at. So if I'm saying, you know, I want a better quality of life and maybe I live in a neighborhood that is not as favorable as I want it to be. If I take the steps to move to a different neighborhood, then that could be better. If I have a job that I don't like, and I want to be the manager instead of being the person that's being managed right now, then I need to move toward that step so that I can be a manager or I need to move to another place where I can manage over there. You know, what are, what are those things? So in between where you're at now and where you want to be, we want to close that gap and affirm that we can close it in the first place. And then, then we're going to take some action in order to actually make it happen. And the thing is, we don't know how long it's going to take. But I think that if a person is just starting with affirmations, they should do something small that they know that they can accomplish in the course of that month or at least up to 90 days. You know, like do something that you can have a small win with because then the next thing will be even better when you start to affirm the bigger, the better, more, 
and, and it'll be easier to achieve because you already have done so many small things that then they add up to a big gigantic snowball and then you're just, you know, you're just wrecking havoc everywhere because you're actually living the life that you want to live. Right, right. So, um, you know, closing that gap, how do you, how, what do you recommend? Uh, well, like what ways do you recommend to do affirmations, like writing them down, like recording yourself, like uh, what do you recommend? I think that, um, I think you could do a combination because I think different things work for different people. Me, I like to write. So when I write stuff down, I'm just like, okay, this is what I want to do. But over the last couple of years, I've taken my affirmations and I've put them into a podcast. So for me, mm-hmm. It is when I'm doing my podcast, I'm not just talking to the audience. I'm talking to myself about this particular area that is the affirmation, right? Um, So for me, I like to say it. And I think even if a person is not like wanting to start a podcast, that's cool. But you can record yourself where you can hear yourself. And you'd be amazed at how hearing your own voice can really empower you as well. Um, So I would say that if a person wants to do it where they physically write it down, that's great. If they wanna write a blog, they could definitely do that. Maybe they wanna journal. Um, Maybe they wanna go ahead and they wanna record videos and then they wanna say their affirmations that way. I think that whichever way suits you, but just take into consideration that in that case, I think you have two goals. One is to actually do the affirmations and and start to implement them into your life. And the other one is if you're trying to create content. So if a person is interested in being more of an influencer or what they're actually doing with their affirmation is a part of a business, an enterprise, a side hustle, then you need to take into consideration the method that you actually use in order to record those affirmations. Because if I know my goal is to be an influencer and I wanna grow followers and fans and I want people to sponsor, then I would do things differently than just writing in a journal. You know, but if I know, listen, right. that writing a journal is going to turn into a book one day and I'm not worried about necessarily being an influencer, but I want to put my book out, then maybe I'll do it that way. So what is the person's goal that they have in mind as far as the end goal, aside from accomplishing whatever that affirmation is? Once they figure that out, then that will determine the method that they use in order to give the world that affirmation. And so if you want to share it with the world, that's different than you just want to keep it to yourself. So how is it going to work the best for you to accomplish that affirmation um, as an actual living being, breathing being, um, and if you want to do something extra with it? Right. And it's it's crazy because you're saying this and it just reminds me of all the things that I've been through. Like, for example, I started affirm- um, doing affirmations just like... Um, who is it? What's that show? The BET show with Gabrielle Union. Um, like the Mary Jane. Uh, Mary, somebody's being Mary, being Mary Jane. Yeah, yeah being Mary Jane. Uh-huh. So she had a bunch of sticky notes on her on her bathroom mirror. Yep. And um, and it wasn't it wasn't the show that made me watch the show after, but I actually put sticky notes on my would read them every single day while I'm brushing my teeth. Uh-huh. And so something very simple that that happened. And um, I started, I wrote them down and then I started, then I meditate in the morning 
Okay. And so when I meditate, I saw myself that because I'm tired, I've w- just woken up, right? And so I'm like reading and I'm kind of like falling asleep while I'm reading my own affirmations. <laughs> and so turns out that I was just like, you know what? I actually listen, um, I, you know, put my headphones on and I'll listen to the affirmations. So I decided to record myself. Okay. Reading the, my own affirmations and it turns out three minutes long, but it was a voice listening it, you know when you mentioned listening to yourself it just hits different mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. so when I listened to myself it, I was like I'm talking to myself I'm talking to like my own best friend you know what I mean and so like I'm encouraging myself listening to myself and so it helped it has helped me um you know just just do better just you know as what you said earlier closing that gap of things that I want to achieve yep so and it, it has helped at least with affirmation so I, I get understand what you're saying well I love that and I mean your story is probably you know a reason that a lot of people probably started a podcast you know I think that sometimes we will put a lot of stress on ourselves if we don't achieve things in the time frame or in the way that we thought that we would. But I've had this, <laughs> let's call it a revelation, this real revelation within the last, let's say two weeks, right? And the revelation is you couldn't have done certain things until you went through other things, right? Like that's just it. Where you're at right now, could never have happened unless you went through the things that you went through before and that's good bad and indifferent so if where you're at right now is providing you with purpose and a sense of um, pride and confidence in yourself it was a lot of things that probably were happening beforehand that would have beat you down that you would react to differently and i attribute a lot of where i'm at today to what I like to call that whole calm method. Like me really sitting down and and being calm and having clarity in the things that I do and why I'm doing them helps me to really understand. So the meditation part, part, the the, just the self-reflection helped me to see, okay, well look, there's some things that I am doing. And I think that a lot of times with this, with the affirmations, people have to realize that you are then taking responsibility for your actions, how you perceive things, how you treat people, but more importantly, how you treat yourself. So if we look at how we're treating ourselves and we're not treating ourselves well, but everybody else around us is getting all of the best parts of us, how are we really gonna accomplish what we're trying to affirm? Because building up everybody else and you don't have anything left for you is not going to give you what you need. And then you're always gonna be lacking in something. So, you know, when I took the the step to say, okay, let me turn around and really see what do I need first? Let me make me a priority. And then everything else around me tends to, to work out in a way that is not just for my good, but for the people around me. They're good as well, because if I'm working in a sense to improve me, then that will automatically improve the people around me, you know? And I don't think it's a a bad thing to be selfish, to really look at what you need first. And the affirmations help you to talk to you and give you a little piece of what you may have been missing from someone else. Yes. Oh my God, I have to do like a quick side note here because I listened to the calm method and I had to, I was driving Uh and I had, I was like, 
please let me get to a red light so I can write this down because I will forget. I will forget. So I sure enough, I was like, I got to a red light, got it back, paused it, went back to the place. And I was like, okay, see, okay, uh-huh. And I was like, I wrote it down. And uh, as I went, I share you know, uh, the calm method with, with some, uh, some of my coworkers. So I just wanted to get you a yes. sign about that one. It's it on my worked. sticky note. Yeah, so and, and I loved you know, it. I loved it. It does. For people who it don't does. know, though, we got to tell people because see, you know, you know what it is, and I know what it is. But it's just really an acronym when it comes down to it, and then we kind of work through a way for you to use it. So it is clarity, alignment, learning, and then either manifestation or magnification because it depends on where you're at. So just so people will know exactly what it is, and when you start to really sit down and think about why stuff doesn't work out you were probably frantic. You probably didn't have everything that you need. You probably didn't plan things out. You were late, you procrastinated. It's plenty of reasons, but when you can be calm and sit and really think, your plan actually starts to be something that is inherent and natural to you. And then things flow better because you already took the time to think about any of the pitfalls that could have happened and then you're able to avoid them. And that to me has been, um, you know, really a lifesaver, but it also is really great in business because there's always going to be some nonsense that happens, but it's great in life too, because there's going to be some nonsense that happens. And how can you right. then be better for yourself and not be so stressed? Because, you know, one of the things is I used to get headaches all the time because I used to get upset quickly, you know, and now I don't, it, it takes a lot more to get me upset. And even if I do get upset, I'm way calmer now. I'm just like, okay, you know what? I'm going to wild out for a few minutes and then we're going to bring it back in and then we have to do what we have to do. Right. Because, you know, whatever happened, it's already done. It's nothing I can do about what just happened or what happened 10 years ago or anything. What are we doing now? And I think that whole idea of the comment that is really you looking at, all right, thanks. Thanks, bad thing that happened, but let me fix it. Thanks thing that wasn't favorable because it doesn't necessarily just have to be bad. Maybe it just wasn't in your favor, you know? And then now we can move on. Right. Oh my God, I love it. I love it. So let just kind of moving forward, since about building habits, what healthy habits have you created for yourself and why? Oh, that is a great question. Okay. So the healthiest habit that I have incurred in the last, I'll even say six months, is trying not to be so hard on myself when I want to take time off and taking naps. So time off could be, listen, I'm just not doing anything today. Or it could just be, I need a nap. So I'm going to take some time off in the course of the day. And in doing that, it has actually increased productivity because it's changed the time that I work. But when I work, it's no games. I'm, I'm not playing. Like we going ahead and we getting it done. Um, right. And so I may not work a typical eight to five schedule like everybody else, but when I'm sitting down to get it done, it's getting done. When deadlines need to be met, they're getting met. And not only that, what it's done with the increase in productivity is, it puts me ahead in a lot of situations. Cause my goal is, listen, if I have something that's coming up, um, once I get date time location, 
I can put everything together and all I want to do is market it. Like, I don't want to try to do mm -hmm. stuff in between things. I won't, because I, I can work on something else. So it's enabled me to increase like my client load, their productivity, the money that they're being able to pull in. Um, but it's also, you know, when it talks about the things that I'm doing, it's, it's, it's definitely increased productivity for me because, you know, I think as, as entrepreneurs, and it doesn't just have to be entrepreneurs, but that's the, the role that I fit into. But you feel bad when you're not doing something, you know, like even if let's just say you're a mom and you got kids and you're like, listen, I just want to lay down. I just want to take a nap. No, I don't want to take you anywhere. I don't want to see your friends. Mm -hmm. I don't want anybody over here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, it, you know, I, you got to think about it. It could work any kind of way for anybody, you know? So it's just like, no, I don't want to see. And you can't feel bad because they're upset because they can't go play right or they can't but listen mom needs time too so for entrepreneur you know and that you could be an entrepreneur and be a mom but my situation is listen yeah i could be doing something right now but when i don't feel it i'm not giving my all and my best and i'm also not as creative so for me it has been the best habit is work when you have to specifically, but when you want to has been the best habit as opposed to trying to feel like I have to do something every day. And I, I do believe in still doing something, but it doesn't have to be the major things every day. That has been a, a godsend for me. Going off the previous question in regards to the healthy habit that you created yourself, what, what, was, what was the challenges that you faced while you created that healthy habit for yourself like how did you manage to get that time like how did you get to that headspace well, okay. this is what i need to do for myself yeah it was my husband he's the one who said i'm tired of listening to you be upset with yourself <laughs> trust me because you keep saying i didn't do such and such and he's just like so then you regret not doing such and such and then you're like okay but then you were like i needed the time off so you can't be happy about oh i took this little break i took a nap i felt good you can't be happy about that and be upset at the same time about the fact that you were happy that you took a nap or that you took a break. He's just like, I can't, you, right. you're gonna have to figure it out, you know? So that realization, cause it was like a regular thing. And I'm just like, oh man, the, I should have done, I shouldn't have took a nap. Um, you know, we should have did this today. I had planned and see, the thing for me is I'm very type A personality. When I plan for things to go a way that they're supposed to go, they're supposed to go those ways. But when I started realizing, like, I really do need downtime, it was kind of that feeling of, well, look, if other people are out there and they're working their day jobs and they, let's just say, work eight to five and I'm at home and I'm working for me, what am I doing eight to five? You know, and some days mm -hmm. I do a million things eight to five. And then there's other days I'm just like, listen, I might not have class till six o'clock. I don't feel like doing anything today. Today, I'm going to watch Netflix if I feel like it. Or today, I'm going to work on just client work. Or today, I'm going to work on just my stuff. And so I would feel bad like if I didn't accomplish multiple things in the course of a day. But now I recognize, listen, if I want to spend the whole day doing my clients work, their stuff is done. And then the next day I can spend doing my stuff. As long as I don't 
put anybody in jeopardy as long as I'm not behind on a schedule as far as when stuff actually needs to be done by then it is okay to break up your time and not do something on a particular day because you wanted to get something else done you know and I feel like for me specifically I need time to be creative because if I just have to keep push push pushing I feel like I lose a little creative magic so I need to work when I feel like working because my creativity is at its most optimal heights when I feel like working. When I don't, it's like, eh, you know, you're doing stuff. You're just trying to get it done. But I like to be creative. I like to research. Um, I like to find trends. I like to read. So therefore, I need to make time in my schedule to be able to do that. And if I take a, a day where my creativity may be, I'm gonna go ahead and cook. And then while I'm cooking, I might get an idea for a post that I should make or, you know, something else that I should do or a video that I should do. But it's because I wasn't physically just completely working and I was creating something else that it it sprung that little extra piece where I'm like, okay, well now I know what I wanna do. Now let's shoot this, now let's do that. I need that time. And you can't feel bad about giving yourself downtime. You have to create that as a habit because otherwise you'll just work yourself to death. And, and you know, that's not quality of life for me. Exactly. I love it. I love everything. Thank you. You are Thank so you welcome. Thank you so much for doing this. I am I, I'm so happy. This is great. Um, I mean, I don't know what else to say. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. No, you're so welcome. But okay. I mean, you know, you know it though. You know what, how I know it. So anybody that's listening, let me just tell you, I did miss our first time we were supposed to do this. Okay. So I'm gonna tell on myself really quickly because I had gotten up so early to do some stuff and I went back to sleep and I didn't set the alarm because I'm thinking I'm going to wake up. I didn't think I was going to sleep that late. So I missed our meeting by almost 30 minutes. And I sent a message and she was just like, um, yeah, the time that you want to do that, I have a family dinner schedule. We're not going to be able to do that, but we can reschedule. And I respect that because it's just like, ma'am, you have your time, right? But guess what? There's some people that would have been like, oh my God, yeah, sure. Let me move the family dinner so I can go ahead and record this. Listen, if you have a priority and somebody else is interfering with that priority in that time, you got to make decisions on what you want to do. And I appreciate the fact that you told me, no, 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 ma'am, you missed your time. You know what I'm saying? Let's reschedule because <laughs> your priority is the family, yeah. right? And, and you have other things to do. So now we can reschedule and we can do something that's suitable, but works for you, your schedule, my schedule. And I think that you know, you already recognize that. So you're affirming in your life, listen, I have priorities. Like I have time to set aside. I have a job, you know, I got family, I have things to do. And I also want to do this podcast, but I can't let this podcast run me. You know, it is supposed to be something that affirms the side of you that wants to right. be creative and that wants to be confident in helping other people create habits. So I appreciate you even giving me the opportunity and, and also rescheduling um, because I think that that's an important factor and I appreciate the grace that you were able to extend with that oh no of course thank I I'm so grateful I, to understand <laughs> I, and the fact that you've been saying this is it's and, and that's just life you know what I mean yeah it's just life yes so yes um, yeah but I appreciate it. I appreciate so much that that you uh, that you even first that you even replied to my DM. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh. The fact that you did that is just really 
Um, but thank you so much for being here. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm like I said, I've girl before. I'm a either even bigger fan now. So thank you so much. Yes, and listen, I'll be sharing too because I really love, you know. I think it's wonderful that we can operate in the same space Mm -hmm. and be different, you know, and still give value to our people. And so I think if if more people will kind of understand that and then share what the other person is doing and recognize it, um, I think that that would make our community a lot more impactful. So, you know, I definitely plan on sharing your podcast because I think it's it's great. I love the shortness of it because yours is even shorter than mine. Um, And I think that there's value Mm -hmm. in people getting just what they need and then they can go about their day. And um, I'm glad that, you know, both of us can provide that for the audiences out there that need that little bit of push, that little bit of love. you know on a regular basis I love it thank you so much I have I mean there's space for everybody yes yes well I appreciate you thank you again have a good night all right you too If you enjoyed this episode of One New Habit a Month podcast, make sure to share this with a friend, follow and rate the podcast so I can continue being your accountability partner. Also, if you can follow me on Instagram at One New Habit a Month, that's actually the number one new habit a month, all one word. And I thank you so much for being here and I'll talk to you later.